this is this Moshe Tzenegon we, we started, we learned yesterday. I sang it in the morning, sang it in the afternoon. I want to keep on singing it. Oh, I got stuck again. Second part, how's it go? I am, I am, I am, I am, I am, I am, So today we have the privilege to move right there. We're, I mean, shockingly, we're, we're pretty close to the, towards the end of this Sefer, of Tzav Viziru's, the end of this diary. And the last Torahs are not, as you saw in, in the last piece, they're not really t- Torahs, they're more emotional outbursts of the Tzadik, of this Tzadik, the Piyasetzner Levi. And we're trying to get a feel of what the Rebbe himself was feeling. And um, as we try to put the words together, we see that the Rebbe himself was having a hard time putting his own words together onto paper in terms of what he was feeling inside. Like we saw in the previous piece, you never know when the Rebbe's addre- who the Rebbe is addressing unless you're paying close attention to it. At a certain point, he's talking to God. At a certain point, he starts talking to the Malachim. At a certain point, he starts talking to Yeshene uh, Chevron, uh, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. It keeps on, it keeps on changing. Well, in this piece also, this entire piece, Lamed Aleph, that we're going to be seeing today, this entire piece is a tefillah. Like we have seen in the Rebbe's tefillahs, like he'll switch without warning uh, from addressing to, to all different, to, to, to Hashem, like we said, and also addressing to his own neshama. But it's hard to know exactly, exactly who he is addressing. So why are we, why are we trying to break our heads with this, if this is like a diary entry? Why are we even learning it when it's so difficult to understand what it is? Well, first of all, any insight into what's going on into the heart of a tzaddik is a tremendous chus. And we have this chus to learn how the Rebbe thought and what the Rebbe stood for. And... 
the, I would say if I had to title what we're going to be learning today, this is a very long piece, it's going to take us a few days to do this. If I had to give a title for what today would be, it would be the Rebbe asking himself, am I for real? Am I really prepared to offer myself up to the Rebona Shleilam? So, that's a question we always have. Am I really for real? And, and, and those moments where I feel so close, where I say, I'll do anything for you, Hashem. You know, really, do I feel like that? And why are there moments that are so convincing that that's not the real me? So, um, I would like to, the truth is, I sent Shimon two papers to put out, two pages, but I realized that the bottom line of the previous, of the last shear that we did, is the opening line, where he basically just quotes a very famous, uh, a very famous uh, Pasuk in Tehillim. This piece opens up with, Ahalala Hashem b'chayai, azamra lelokai be'odi. Ahalala Hashem b'chayai, we also have a shir al Hashem b'chayai, Azamra le'elokai be'odi. Those of us that have learned Reb Nachman are very familiar with these words. And then the Rebbe begins. So after he says these words, Ahalala Hashem b'chayai, I will praise you Hashem while I'm alive. Azamra le'elokai be'odi, while I'm still here, I'm going to sing to you. Now the Rebbe opens up. So now you'll see the text in front of you. In the Sfarim, it's Daf Shin Nun Gimel. Shin Nun Gimel. And uh, we're not going to do too much today because it's very heavy. We'll do as much as uh, as much as we're able to. And uh, I want to continue learning for the refuah of Chaim Kramer. He's doing better, but he still needs our tefillahs. So the Rebbe says like this. Hashem My God. Me'od echsaf lekotshecha. I, I long very much to sanctify you. And I long to praise the name of your covered. And even more than my passion. I'm, I'm my, my, Ruach has volunteered itself to completely give myself to you. To bless and to praise your name always. Now, very interesting. It could be that you think here that the Rebbe means that my, my soul really wants to give its life up. But that's not what he means over here. Because if we, we, we know that when someone gives their life, they're not able to then praise the Rebbe. Meaning, it's not you. You when you're in this world, this is the place where you could do the praising. So it's not that the Rebbe is saying I want to die, because then I'll know I'm fully in it. But I want to fully give myself to you beyond anything that I can express. But then he starts to question. It's, it's questioning is so interesting. He says, the will that I have to live, is it just as strong? Sorry, the will that I have that I want to give myself to you, is it the same powerful will like I want to live? 
זאת אומרת, which part of me is really stronger? Just like I don't want someone to kill me right now, do I also want to be on that same level of ratzon? Do I want to be fully given over to you, Ribbono Shalom? Ve'ha'im tshukati le'halalecha, and is my passion to really praise you, ki tshukata malachim le'shiratam, like the angels are passionate when they sing. He's trying to, he's trying to, he's talking to himself now, like, Am I for real? Do I really want to sing to you like the way the angels sing to you? What happens to the angels when they sing? So look at the third line. They are already completely expired just from the passion of wanting to sing to Hashem. And by thinking, just the mere thought of their, that, that they're going to be singing before the Ribbon HaShleilam, they melt away. So he's, he's wondering, he's like, wait a second. I, I, know I'm on, I, I know I want to be on fire for you, Hashem Yisbaruch, but let me, let, let's just kind of be a little bit real. Do I have these thoughts when I think about singing to you? Do I want to completely, do I feel like I'm melting away? Who, it's, it's incomparable to the angels, Nachon. doesn't make any sense. Yes, and he continues, third, end of the third line in the second paragraph. It's true, I do long, I do yearn. But I also know my limitations. I know how small the measurements of humanity are. And my spirit gets oppressed when I realize how finite I really am. I, I know this is hard to understand because he, he, he's going back and forth all the time. Just, we'll, we'll just flow with him. And whatever we can get out of uh, his expression of his neshama, we'll get. Forget singing. I know also with the mundane, not mundane, but with the tachlis avoda of Torah and mitzvahs, and the passion that I want to do that, also there I am uh, not fulfilling my, my deed. So if that's the truth, if I know that in the ready the things that I'm supposed to be doing, I'm not doing as well as I can, forget passion for a second. Forget longing for a second. Ech od aiz lehagish gargar chol mincha He's saying, my spirit is so broken in order to serve you. And with all my yearning to serve you, I, I fall so short in light of what I owe you. So now he asks the Rebbe, so how dare I present this little tiny grain of sand, this gargir chol, all of my desires and longings to be a better yid. It's a silly piece of sand in light, in light of what's in front of you. And I think the Rebbe is describing something that happens to us sometimes. Like we wonder, tachlis, like I know Hashem loves me, I know Hashem cares about me, I know Hashem thinks I'm a gewalt and everything, but like the famous question I always get asked, does it really matter if I don't, if I switch on a light on Shabbos? Like, does that really change something by the Ribbon Shleilam? Like, is that what we're really talking about? 
So the Rebbe is not asking that question. He's just wondering, he's like, how do I have the chutzpah to come and talk to you, Hashem, and say that like, I, I want to give you my everything and completely be subdued to you when really I haven't begun to fulfill my, my, my dues. I haven't begun even to do anything down here. So it's very interesting how the Rebbe is going back and forth, back and forth. So now the Rebbe is going to begin to express the impossibility to express. Here now we're already reaching a place where the Piyasets and the Rebbe feels completely lost. But this should give us a lot of kayach because even though he feels completely, completely lost, he is somehow gathering his kochos. And I hope we feel the same as well. This should give us a lot of cough when we feel that it, that we're we've entered the impossible place of expressing that we also you know gather our kochot somehow. So the PSS that continues like this: I lezos nafshi hamachpira hischaska. Despite this, nafshi hamachpira, my humiliated soul takes strength. It chaska. Veruchi hanitka hitametz, and my broken spirit hitametz became courageous, took strength in itself. Veyachad hitnatvu litmaser kulam lehalalecha yotem hitorerut chukotai. Now I want you to pay attention to something. The Rebbe is speaking very Kabbalistic here. He's speaking about nefesh, ruach, neshama. He starts off with nefesh, he goes on to ruach, and he says, together these two have completely committed themselves to praise you much more than my own way and ability, much more than my own limitation. I want to talk about this for a second. This is really interesting. The Rebbe, said, the Rebbe is basically saying, together, this place of ruach and nefesh that exists inside me, that I don't always have access to, I trust that they see how badly I want to serve you, God. They're doing their thing. They're gathering together as well. And they're volunteering to come out and give themselves over to you. That's what the, that's what the PSF Rebbe is saying. It's, like an, it's an amazing thing. He's talking about this place that he, he, he can't even really access, but he has a sense that they are, they are joining forces together to give... You praise the Ribbon Shleim. I'm I'm in the I'm I'm in the limited world. So the Rebbe is saying, I'm so limited, my my longings are limited. Like what I really crave for because I'm in a body is not close to what I know my nefesh, ruach, and neshama are craving for. But I know that something much bigger is taking place right now. For instance, I'm gonna try to uh, amuse me for a second, like just uh humor me for a second. If each of you for one second goes into your heart, goes into your soul, gets a little bit of a quiet, and thinks about what do you really want. Now after addressing that question, what do I really want, I begin to, dis- I begin to break down what does my body want, what does my neshama want. So I feel like since I'm such a tzaddik, now that I've thrown away what my body wants and I'm just worried about what my neshama wants. But the more that I think about what my neshama wants, the more I realize that even that is barely able to express anything close 
to what my core of my core really, really wants. And I think that that's what the Piyasetz Nerev is telling us over here. He's saying, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm going into this place that I don't have fully access to, but I know exists. And I'm saying, I'm giving them a shlichus, you go, I'll do whatever I can to, to keep on recognizing you, this place of nefesh and ruach, and yechida. But I mitzave on you to go really strong and ask for more, yearn for more, long for more, even if I'm not there with you yet. And he continues. And we're on the third paragraph. As long as there's a grain of reality in me, and there's a, a, a thread of me that exists in the world, whether it's my body, my nefesh, or ruach, he's again, nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, yechida. He's going, he's talking about all five levels of the soul over here. He's saying, my own pinimius gives itself even more than the extent of my own yearning. I believe with all my heart that the, that the, the Rebbe is saying, I fully believe with all my heart that the essence of who I am can cleave to you much more than whatever I'm able to express to you right now. Meaning, Hashem Yisbarach, if there were no mechitzas, I know that my, my natural tendency would be immersed with you, completely with you, almost like a Nadav and Aviyu style. The only difference is, the Kasher Tziva Hashem here is that you commanded me to be in a body. So therefore, I'm not going to go and completely nullify myself. I have to do it through here. I have to do it while I'm here in this world. But really, on a Neshama level, I'm fully, fully, fully just, just, just with you and nothing else. And the Rebbe is wondering, this is, this is his internal conflict. He's saying, sometimes I feel this so strong, but I don't know really what to do with it a minute later. And sometimes I don't feel it so strong, so what does that say about me? Meaning my inability to constantly live like this and the fact that I'm not always feeling like this, what does this say about me, about who I really am? Again, I know this. This is very. You kind of just have, like, you have to throw yourself into the Rebbe and let him and let him take you on this roller coaster. It's very difficult, but we're 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 we're, we're getting through it. The Rebbe continues. Um, we're in the third paragraph, fourth line. No matter what's left in me. I'm going to try to make your name great in the world. And with the blessing of your covenant, I will immerse myself. The all of me in my root. I choose to enslave myself in singing to you. That's what I'm choosing to do. No matter how much I think I can accomplish, or no matter how much I don't think I can accomplish. Um, my, my inner being is singing to you and praising you, no matter what. And then he continues here. 
לפאר את כבודך ולקדש את קדושתך רק במו פיו. This is really, really interesting. He's saying, <laughs> it's, it's very interesting. He's saying, who's the person that is deceiving himself, who thinks that he, can, he should only seek to praise the Rebona Shleilam with his mouth? Even if he did it his whole life, he davened, he was singing, he was praising Hashem. Isn't something terribly, isn't something huge missing from a person when they're satisfied? with just being able to use the, the, the physical expressions they were given. Like the Rebbe is saying, could it be that even if I use every physical expression potentially that's given to me to express my love to you, Hashem, he says, look at this, and even if he, his whole life is dedicated to using his mouth for, good, for praising Hashem, האם לא יחסר אם רק בחיי גופו לבד יסתפק? If you're satisfied just with why you're physically able to express your love to Hashem, but what about that place that's beyond physical? ואת חייתו לא ישעבד, ואל יחידתו לא יתחבר. But what about if he doesn't, if his inner core you don't enslave to God? And your יחידה, which is the essence of your essence, you don't connect to. Now he explains here, what's Yechida? Hainu bechinas chaya Yechida lamala mehaguf. Like to get out of your body completely. To get out of your body completely and connect from there to praising Hashem is more and is different than just saying praises, even learning Torah and singing your whole life. I mean, the Rebbe is saying there's got to be more. There's got to be more here. It's so funny, you know. Again, this is not like to make anyone feel bad because I, I, I hope none of you think that, uh, oh, you know, we all, <laughs> we're all here. And if I'm, you know, if I don't feel like I'm in, if I'm, that I'm here, give out, I'm so low. We're getting in, this is an insight into the world of the tzaddik. The tzaddik knows that there's constantly a parallel world, a universe inside of me. And even though I choose to sing Tashem all day long, I don't want to be satisfied by that. He's saying a fool is someone who's satisfied and thinks that they did the most in life if they dedicated their whole life to just praising Hashem all the time. Have you been connected to this higher dimension of yourself or not? So, Ahalullah Hashem Bechayai, meaning it's not just my life, the way I relate to life in this world, but Azamra Lelokai Beodi, the Chol Metziuti. Now this this is the Chiddush. This is what I wanted to get to today. What did the, I'm going to try to explain everything we said in the next sentence? Ahala Hashem bechayai. Chayai is the way that I relate to life. So the way that I understand how to live in this world, and the way that I'm taught, and that I think I can relate to my Creator is mainly through speech. So that's true. I'm going to do all of that, the Rebbe says. Ahalala Hashem bechayai. But, azamra lelokai beodi. What's odi? What does the word od mean? There's more. There's more than whatever I think there is. 
Azamra lelokai beodid. Reb Nachman says, Baod sheyesh bi. In the more that exists to me, more than whatever I know. You see, you and I, we always talk about this. How do we define ourselves? How do we understand ourselves? It's with, with millions of limitations. Because as much as we can explain who we think we are, because we have a nefesh elokit, because there's this godly spark in all of us, there's always something more, always more. So the Rebbe says, Ahala Hashem Bechayai, in the framework of this world, I'm going to praise you. But you know what the Rebbe Shleilam? Even the place that I don't really understand, even the place that I know exists, but I don't always have access to, I'm setting like a Sha'on Shabbat, like I'm setting this timer, and I'm going to try to constantly always make sure that I'm keeping check of the place that's above my understanding, that it's also singing and praising to you. This can happen, you know, this is why it's, uh, people are very nervous about their dreams and what happens to them in their sleep. Because obviously we know that in, in, our, in our sleep, in our dreams, in our consciousness while we're sleeping, it's kind of a mixer, mixture of this world and this place of Be'odi. And how does a person know where they're holding in life? Well, what what are your what are your dreams about? You know, when you're when you're in that subconscious state, what are your thoughts? So, I know about some <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Some people in, in, in our chevra have been having some pretty interesting dreams lately. Um, but if you like, you wake up in the middle of the night, and you write a nigun. A holy nigun in your in your sleep. That's that's pretty gavant. Um, it, it means that there's a zemer happening to you in the chaya yechida in the up there place. Um, someone this week had a dream um, about a certain mitzvah that actually needed to take place this week in the community, and he checked it out afterwards, and he was right. What what came to him in his dream, which I don't even know what came to him in his dream is actually a Tzorchei Tzibur that ended up being implemented. And that's, a, that's an amazing thing. That's a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But we're not always there. The goal of the tzaddik that he strives to live, the life he strives to live, is that he doesn't wait for things to appear to him while he's sleeping to tap into the Chaya Yechida. It's that while he's here, he's here and he's not here. I don't know if you've ever been by a tzaddik. That when you're in the room with them, you know that they're looking at you, and there's a whole other world that exists at the same moment for them. And you don't feel like they're ignoring you, you just know that there's much more than meets the eye. Personally speaking, when we, uh, when we go to Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter, that's how I feel when I'm in the room. It's a Tam Gan Eden, because... It's not just what's happening in the room that exists in that moment. There's this nefesh ruch neshama chai yechida experience happening over there. When we went to go see Rav Ginsburg, was it last year or two years ago, when we saw Rav Yitzchak Ginsburg in Kfar Chabad, you know that when he's learning Torah and he's teaching Torah, he, he's looking at you, but he's, he sees letters coming, up, coming off of your face. And he's connecting, he's connected to a completely other world, an extra world that's not in front of you at the, at, at the moment. It's kind of like the way Rav Soloveitchik famously said how 
when he gives over Shear, he can actually see the Rambam walk into Shear. I'm sure you've heard that famous piece of audio. Very inspiring piece of audio. Nonetheless, the Rebbe is saying over here, the Rebbe is discussing, though, the battle between these two worlds. The, not, not good, it's not the good and evil world, chas v'chalila. It's the praising of Hashem in this framework of the world versus the place of infinity, praising Hashem beyond our limitations. And that's what he keeps on going back and forth. But this last piece was very important. I, I want to just repeat it again. He's saying, Halla Hashem b'chayai. I will praise Hashem as long as I'm alive with whatever physical capability I'm, 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 Hashem blessed me with. But, Azamra, this place of a nigun, Azamra le'elokai be'odi. My soul is going to sing to you, Hashem Yisbarach. Or maybe it's a tefillah, please allow my soul, my, the essence of me, the pinius of me, to be in a constant state of shira to you, even if I don't always feel it. And even if I don't always access it. Azamra le'elokai be'odi, because I know that there's more to me than whatever I'm in touch with right now. We're going to pause here today, because this is a lot. But what I want us to take ben time is to catch yourself, to try to notice when are you in tune during the day with the ha'ocheli, you know, with, with, with this, the more. Where, where, where it, it must show up at a certain point, at a certain time. When are you in tune with it? And um, I would also say, like, I mean, I did this for a little while and it kind of freaked me out. So I stopped. But I, I did keep a tape recorder next to my bed for a few years when I was a teenager. And when I woke up, the first thing I did was I, I spoke my dreams into it because I forgot them like an hour later. I don't think it's something we should do every day, but I think like for two or three days... I mean, not, not that any of us chas v'shalom sleeps next to our phones that have recorders on them, but if you happen to still be in that uh, matzav or you find your phone early in the morning, let's see what happens. Record, let, let, let's see what gets thrown in there and see where our subconscious is also. Is it a, do we have an azamra lelokai be'odi or are we just ahalala shem b'chayai? It'd be very interesting to notice. All right, chaver. Just a reminder, tonight, very important event, 8.30, our meeting uh, regarding mental health with Dr. Jacob Friedman, psychiatrist. Um, it should be, we have a very nice registration. We have a lot of people that uh, have submitted questions. There's a lot of interest. I invite you all to join, 8.30 p.m. tonight. Kol tov, shiye yom nifla.